if, if God already knows what we need, then I need to pray, God, give me what I need, not what I want. Welcome, Bridge Family, Episode 9, tonight's episode, Fear versus Reality. We've been on the fear series, buddy, and uh, here we go. And the basis for fear versus reality is, can we, do we have the authority to declare and decree things in our life, for our life, for other people? Is that biblical? Do we have the authority to do that? Um, where should we fall within that particular camp slash circle? And, and, you know, we this is not an easy subject, right? I mean, for no. some reason we pick these crazy subjects that there's something wrong with this. I, well, but they come up because we deal with them in our church in our fellowship with our friends sure. and, and, and people bring up these, these conversations and we hear people make statements and you go, why are you saying that? And where did that come from? And right. this is not one that is subtle. And it basically that my words can create my reality, right? Sure. My words yeah. can create my reality. And what we find Justin, is we find ourselves having to sort between what's true versus what sounds like truth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and for you and I, as we seek and we passionately pursue truth, it's got to be anchored in doctrine and doctrine's got to be anchored in scripture and not scripture that we just pluck and choose as we need to, but scripture in context and yes. scripture that actually is interpreted by other scripture. We've yes. got to be clear with this and we, we don't have the right to just pick something out of the air. And yet, a yep. huge part of our of our church body is into this thing where they can make bold statements about yeah and they can say and, say whatever they want right yeah say whatever they want. now yeah. what's interesting is let me and and it, hopefully you're okay with this because again we don't really discuss too much we kind of give an idea of where we're both at right uh oh <laughs> <laughs> no, right that's so scary uh -oh. when we do that let, I me preface, let me yeah drink get a drink let me preface this by saying. This is not an argument for cessationism or not cessationism. This is not an argument or a debate for miracles or not miracles. Yeah. I think Michael and I firmly believe, and I can hope I'll speak for you, buddy. If you want to jump here if I'm wrong, I don't think I will be. You and I firmly believe that the God that created everything yes. still performs miracles today. He works through people. He works through prayer. Um, he heals people directly. He uses yes. doctors to heal them. He yes. intervenes on our finances. He intervenes yes. in every area of our life. 100%. This, this discussion will not discount any of that. So I wanted to yes. say that at the beginning, because a lot of times we get in this, we just don't believe in that God can do it. No, I believe God can do it. I don't believe that we can do it. It's but by his grace and mercy and sovereignty. So I just wanted to Throw that out. No, and, I, and, I, and I appreciate you starting with that because at the end of the day, uh, I'm, I personally am a living, walking miracle. All right. And the story isn't important for a night, but I'm a living, walking miracle. You have had absolute miracles in your life. God intervenes. He answers sure. prayer. Uh, yeah. We have mothers and fathers who pray for us. We have family members who have been interceded for us by God's grace. And yeah. we're living proof. Our, our grandmothers and our grandparents who yeah. pray and seek God's sure. faith for sure. us. You know, I mean, we're living proof. Um, but unfortunately, there's a huge distinction that is showing up in the church. It is, we've gone from prayer hmm. and praying and seeking God's face yep. to declaring and decreeing with absolute authority 
And, and basically the idea is that if you change your words, you will change your life. Right. Give you an example. Um, and I'm quoting a couple of different authors. Sure. You can have whatever you say. You always get in your life what you believe for and what you say. They go on. Since mankind is made in the image of God and he spoke things into existence, sure. then so can we. And ultimately, they begin to replace prayer with declarations and decrees. I decree that I'll be healed. I decree for my family. I declare yeah. that COVID will be yeah. gone. I decree. I declare. And, sure. and we're, we get into this state. We're not, that's not prayer. There's nothing prayer about that. Absolutely. And that's so, what we're going to get into tonight. Yeah. So let's start a little bit about that. If you're good with that, let's start there. What, what is what what is prayer? Because when we when we talk about um, how are we to communicate with the Lord, right? Right. Um, and this is a, let me just say this being a new parent and, and, and please, I'm not trying to, to say that I'm, God, I am God, but if Charlotte comes to me and dictates, and I just want to throw this out here, dictates that I'm going to do something for her, or she comes to me and says, daddy, I would like this. Is that possible? And I know that's a very generic um, or not that clear of a thing to use. And I'm again, not trying to be God. You know, we've substituted prayer and petitioning him with, I'm going to dictate what you're going to do. No, I, and actually you're, you're, you're right on target friend. And he, here's the deal. I think it comes in a perspective that, that we get, well, I don't want to say we, those who take on this idea that because we're created in God's image, we are in some ways little gods and we have God, God's whole authority and God has given us the authority and this like yeah. totally out of con None of that is in scripture, but we, they do it. And what happens is, yes, we are creating God's image. We have God's attributes, life, love, uh, truth, sure. but we can't do the things that only God can do. Yeah. Yeah. And most importantly, when we move from humble petitioning and prayer to declaration, we remove God's authority That's right. and his sovereignty That's in right. that situation. We place ourselves in that role. Absolutely. Yeah. And and when we I, I love I love that, that when we are dictating and we're declaring we're one treating him. Uh, one, it's not prayer Two, we're treating him as if he's a vending machine. And three, it is not humbly coming to our father and leaving it at his feet, making our petitions known and then trusting him to either answer it or to direct us to the path and will he has for our life. And look, buddy, to try to cover this in 15 to 20 minutes is next to impossible. We both get that. Okay. So yeah. we, you know, we stay with our, with our high level view, but you ask what the difference is in prayer and versus declaring and decreeing. Sure. And it really comes from a perspective of who I am in Christ and who I am yeah. in, in my relationship with the Lord. God is God. I am not. Okay. I believe in God's absolute sovereignty. I believe in God's absolute Amen. authority. Amen. I believe that God is the sovereign creator of all things. He created me. I am a created being and more important. I am a broken being as a result of my right. sinful nature. Okay. Right. Right. Now, look, let's, let's just make this simple. If there was any reality to the fact that you could declare and make something it, it, the way it is. Sure. You know, Satan tried this. That's Isaiah 14. True. That's true. Let's go to this real quick. It says, it says, how you have fallen from heaven, O star of the morning, son of the dawn. Yeah. You have been, <laughs> you have been cut down to the earth. You who have 
weakened the nations. But you said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will arise and I will raise my throne above the stars of God. And I, and I will sit on the mount of the assembly yeah. in the recesses of the north. I will ascend above the heights, above the clouds, and I will make myself like the most high. Nevertheless, you will be thrust down to Sheol to the recesses of the pit. You know, it didn't work out so good for him when he declared, did when it? He dec- yeah, he declared and decreed something, right? <laughs> I mean, in reality, I think that's a a great example. If we could declare something and make it real, um, Satan would have a lot more authority on this earth than he actually does. We'd we'd be we'd be in a mess, right? We'd be in an absolute mess. And even even the Lord Jesus Himself, right? Yeah. Yeah. The second part of the Triune Godhead in the Garden. It's one of your favorite passages. Yeah, Mark Mark fourteen thirty six. Yeah, he says, "Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me." Yet not what I will, but what you will. Now, I'm sorry, what did he declare or decree in any of that? He (laughs) made his petition known because, again, he's taught us how to pray, right? Yeah. He's made his petition known, and then he leaned on God's sovereignty to either eventually support that and had to trust that, or if there was a different path that he has for our life. You know, the title we chose was Fear Versus Reality, and when we look at this, I think this clearly indicates we're afraid, which I understand, we're afraid to deal with our circumstances. We're afraid to deal with reality. We're absolutely afraid to confront these things. If I just say that I don't have a cold while I'm sniffling and I've got a runny nose and I've got snot running down, I'm not going to have a cold. I'm sorry, you have a cold. It, 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 there's reality to this. Well, and you're not even in in the in the deepest parts of this. You're not even allowed to say that you're sick. Well, that's I true. Mean, and I well, know people, and I have I have been at people's bedsides. I have prayed at on people's deathbeds with them, and they were sitting there, and they were telling me, and they're taking their last breaths, their last breath, and they're saying, "I am not sick. I am not sick. I am not." Sick. And they're saying this. The Lord promised. I'm just going to declare. I'm going to continue to believe, and I'm. You know, your heart breaks sure. because you're going to be beautifully healed. Yeah. You know, they love the Lord. They're Christians. They've given their heart to Christ, but sure. they've got this confused understanding. Declaring and praying is, is not praying. It's yeah. telling. It's, it's commanding. Telling the creator of everything, what to do. And Jesus didn't even do that. He asked. He asked. And to your point, he had the authority to do it. And he still asked. As an example of what we should do. I'm going to say something that's going to be incredibly controversial right here. I'm out. But that's okay. So those of you that are looking for problems, this is the one you want to highlight, okay? But in the end, a decree and a declaration, it's pretty much on par with a magical incantation and a, or a spell that you'd invoke some supernatural result. Yeah. Yeah, we're commended to humbly pray, but never Amen. to manipulate with declarative words. Right. right. Yeah. Because a lot of times our decrees and declares, um, we're coming from our selfishness, right? Thank you. We give we give Thank no you. we give no room for God's sovereignty. And and there's two things I want to focus on. One, if anybody's listening or watching this, if you've ever decreed and declared something and it did not come to pass, then we need to reevaluate our theology. Okay, because if you're supposed to just declare and decree and it happens, then it should happen 100 percent of the time. No issues whatsoever. The other thing is. Are we really taking into account his sovereignty? 
So what is our relationship to God? Is it one that we're going to lean on his all-knowing, all-loving self that he is? Or are we going to lean on what we want and desire? No, and I, I think of the a friend of mine, a uh, dear friend of mine, uh, that has had cancer multiple times. Uh, and I think of the results that have happened in the hospital as a result of his cancer and the people that have come to Christ as a result of him being in those situations. Sure. You know, we live in a broken and fallen world. There's no question. And and we have to deal with that in our brokenness until the Lord again returns and, mm-hmm. and creates anew. But I will tell you without question, this man's influence in that hospital made a huge difference in, difference in a number of people's lives. And it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for that sickness. You'd say, well, then, sure. Michael, you're saying that God allowed that. I'm saying that God will use it for his glory if we'll let him, but he can also heal him instantaneously. There's no question about it, but let's give God his authority to do what he wants in our lives and not take it on ourselves. And we get out of the way, right? We step aside to trust in his sovereignty and authority in our life. And I think at the core of it, we just have a hard time with that. We um, maybe have been raised or taught to believe a certain way. And I hate to tell everyone this, but life isn't fun a lot of times. We live in a fallen world, and because of that, there is illness, sickness. Yes. Um, yes. There's every imaginable. I mean, we're going through the end of a pandemic. We're seeing war. These things are results of sin. And again, if decreeing and declaring worked, why are we still seeing all this? Why is COVID still around? Oh, why is war still with, around? Especially with so many of the of the Christian leaders that have um, you see a lot on television, you hear a lot on the radio that you know have declared and decreed these things sure. to be gone, and the and sure. the and it's just it's not there for us to do. Paul himself couldn't couldn't yep. heal every, right. every time. There was there was a number of times that 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 he, he was yep. he, he was he was given challenges, and here's the thing. We don't know what is best Hmm. or how something will affect someone else. You know, we don't act in a vacuum. Anything that happens in our lives happens to a lot of people, right? And and I have to go back to Matthew chapter 6, verses 7 and 8. It says, and when you are praying, do not use meaningless repetitions repetitions as the Gentiles do, for they suppose that they will be heard in their many words. So do not be like them, for your Father knows what you Amen. need before you ask. Amen. If, if God already knows what we need, then I need to pray, God, give me what I need, not what I want. And that is a huge difference that we oftentimes overlook because we, we're just selfish, right? We're selfish. We don't want to deal with reality. And I wonder to myself, do we not see the power of the Lord because we've gone about this wrong? And I know that's probably going to offend a lot of people. I love that. I love that you said that. Declaring and decreeing and declaring is not prayer. All right. So you have not because you ask not. And you, you would, when you do ask, you ask amiss because you had to, you know, to do things selfishly for your own self. I'm misquoting it, obviously, but you do it for your own personal selfish needs. Sure. Prayer is a humble petition, not an arrogant declaration, positioning ourselves in God's get in, with a God-given authority. Absolutely yeah. not. Matthew 23. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But the greatest among you shall be your servant. Whoever exalts himself shall be humbled, and whoever humbles himself shall be exalted. Isn't that interesting? We're called to humble ourselves. 
we're called to come not yes to come boldly to the throne yes but and you can ask, come boldly humbly as well we're not declaring decreeing is not pre- james chapter four come now you who say today or tomorrow we'll go do such and such a city and we'll spend there and engage in mm-hmm. business and make a profit and yet you don't know what your life is like tomorrow it's right. a vapor. It appears for a little time and my words, poof, right? Vanishes right. away. Right. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we'll, uh, we live and we'll do this or that. But as it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. And I'm going to go as far to say that to actually stand on a biblical authority, which isn't there, and declare and decree something in the position of God's sovereignty is absolutely wrong. Amen. Amen. We it, we we know that it's not biblical. There's no really history within the Christian faith of it. No, uh, it's not humble, and it's not prayer. And I think this this may be a good place to end. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. That's the blueprint, buddy. That's the blueprint. It absolutely is. And I, I, uh, I'm brokenhearted that we, we come to this place in the church where we believe that we have such authority. Sure. And yet we have incredible access to the living God that's, of all creation. Yeah. Yes, if that's the frustrating thing. ourselves and pray. Yes, I, I really, I mean, I, I, I know I've bugged my wife for two or three weeks talking about this subject, but I just keep going back to, I really wonder if we've missed the mark because we're not following the blueprint. And again, it hit me like a ton of bricks rereading Jesus's words in the garden of Gethsemane. Right. And him saying, remove this cup, but not my will yours. And if it, if it's powerful enough for him, then who am I to not follow that blueprint in my life? Jesus recognizes the difference between prayer and the difference between arrogance. And he also told this parable to some people who trusted in themselves. I'm going to read that again. Mm-hmm. Who trusted in themselves wow. that they were righteous wow. and viewed others with contempt. Two men went up to the temple and pray. One, one was a Pharisee and the other was a tax collector. And the Pharisee stood and, and was praying and said this to himself, God, I thank you that I'm not like other people, swindlers, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I pray, pay the tithes of all that I get. But this tax collect, but the tax collector standing some distance away was even unwilling to lift up his eyes to heaven. Hmm but was beating his breast saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you this, Jesus says, this man went to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but he who humbles himself will be exalted. Wow. Wow. And I think if we will look at our declarations and decrees through that context, I think it'll change I don't think that people are ill-meaning. I really don't. I don't think that people have, you know, don't have a good heart to your point earlier. But that's where we are when we decree and declare 
and treat God as if he is a bending machine. When we try to interject our authority in place of his authority and sovereignty. And, and for those who are saying, yeah, but there are verses that say that, you know, f- that, that they just, that'll be a next video. That's the next video. We can actually cover those verses in context. Um, sure. but it's so important that we realize that there is a huge difference between declaring, 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 well, I can't even say it, decreeing <laughs> and declaring and yeah. praying. It's Absolutely. A huge, huge, huge. There difference. is a huge difference. And I would cur- encourage anyone that's listening, watching, um, really pray about this, really pray about this, because I feel like in my really felt it in my heart and has burdened me because I feel like we're missing the mark of seeing things happen in life. We're seeing and missing God performing those miracles that he still performs because we're not coming to him in the way that we should. No, and I'm and I'm going to repeat your exact words, but just restate them in one part, and that's this. Friend, this, I do believe, partially is our effort to control. Sure. And much of this is driven by fear. I, and I the Lord tells us to walk by faith, faith yeah. in God, faith in his word, faith mm-hmm. in his sovereignty, faith in his purpose, not faith in our words. Amen. We move ourselves from being subject to God's ultimate authority to being little gods for our purpose when we begin to declare and decree instead of petition him for his perfect will. And friends, that is dangerous, dangerous ground to live on. It's, that is very dangerous theology, theology that's pretty close, as we said earlier, to what Satan tried to do. Won't you so, pray us out, buddy? Father, thank you for your love and your grace. Lord, this is tough, right? This is tough because we we, we, we really, with good hearts and good intentions, come to some of these things, and we really want to do the right thing for the right reasons. And sometimes we get caught up in these misunderstandings, and Lord, we, we need to come back to your word and be clear. We need to position ourselves with who we are and be very clear that we're not you. <laughs> and Lord, humbly position ourselves before you asking you to forgive us of our arrogance, forgive us of our pride. Yes, and Father, we need to come back to where we pray and seek your face and have you heal our land. Yes. Father, our nation is in desperate need of you. I cannot say that more dramatically enough. Yes. Father, our churches are in desperate need of you. Yes. Justin and I are in desperate need of you. Our families need Amen. you. Yes. Father, I, I, I ask with everything that I can Please, Father, intervene in our lives. Forgive us of our sins. Yes. Come, Father, and minister in in our families and and make us whole again. Restore to us that joy of our salvation. But, Father, put our hope solely in you and not into anything that we can do. And we rest on the living God of all creation and the provision he made for us through the blood of his son, Jesus. And it's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome, buddy. Episode nine, fear versus reality. Bridge family, thanks for hanging out with us. As always, do all the fun stuff on YouTube. I feel like a broken record when I do this, but like, share, do all the fun stuff. Yeah, all the bell ringing. Um, we're on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, um, anywhere you get your podcast, we're on there as well. If you want to do just the audio version. So we're trying our best to share the gospel with as many people as we can for his glory alone. Amen. Thank you, buddy. We'll see you next time, Bridge Family. Bye.